Welcome to the Divine Lotus Healing Podcast. I'm your host, Laura West. We cover energy medicine, spiritual topics, and natural plant-based medicine. Learn how to live your most soul-centered, high-vibe, holistic lifestyle. Join me on the journey. Let's get started. All right. Hi, everyone. I am so glad to be with you today. Welcome back to another edition of the Spiritual Wellness Podcast. I have a lot of information to cover, so I want to just jump right in and get started. I have tons of things to share with you today. Um, first up, I am so proud. <laughs> little uh, pat myself on the shoulders moment here. My intro to the podcast and my ending to the podcast with the new music and the new language and wording is brand new. And I'm so excited because I just produced it all the other day. And it's finally debuting in today's episode. For those of you who listen to this in auditory form, you will hear it through iTunes or wherever you get your um, podcast from. And I'm pretty proud of it. It is self made by me. I learned how to do all of this kind of stuff myself technologically, so I finally got it produced. For those of you listening to me on a podcast, welcome. And for those of you who are watching this as a vlog, welcome. It's nice to see you. All right, so first up on the long agenda today, look at this. I have a whole page of things that I want to talk to you about, and I'm going to try and get through them in an expedited manner. Let me just move things over a little bit here. Um, all right, first of all, my Vogel Crystal Pendant. This is new for me, and a lot of you have been asking questions about what these are. And I would like to say um, a couple of things about it so that you can start to think about them for you if they're right for you in your life, maybe now or down the road. Um, I've known about them for a while, and I've always wanted to work with them. Marcel Vogel was a scientist who cut crystals in a very precise way. He's not alive anymore, but um, when he cut particularly quartz crystals in a precise way, with different kinds of facets on them. He found through research that they conduct energy better and more concentrated in different ways. And so he played around with that a lot. And there are a couple of people that are still alive on the earth plane today who cut their crystals like he did because they either worked directly with him or they trained underneath him. So it's very rare to find these that are produced um, on the earth plane by people who actually know what they're doing. You have to make sure you're getting your crystals from one of two or three vetted sources. I don't have all of them as resources for you off the top of my head, but a, a couple of weeks ago in one of my Instagram feeds, one of the um, essential oil people that I follow um, posted about how she just got another vocal pendant for herself. And that was my sign to myself from the universe. This is how I roll with my abundance mindset and blessed divine timing in my life. Um, she posted about her Vogel crystal and I thought, yep, that's the universe's sign for me that it's time for me to get one to start working with. So her name is Kim Camuso. She calls herself Citrine and Sage and she does a lot of amazing metaphysical stuff with her oils along the same lines of the work that I do with my team. And I find her to be incredibly high vibe. And so when she posted about this company, Crystal Light and Sound, I said, all right, comes recommended from somebody I like and she's a pretty cool chick and I think she's pretty awesome with her information so I'm gonna go check these people out and I found them to be the real deal enough for me to drop some money with them these are not cheap this is an investment piece for you but when you're ready and if you're someone who works with crystals you're gonna to want to work with these and here's why I'm gonna to read to you some information I will not read the whole page but the Star of David this is cut into the shape of a Star of David 
The Star of David is an ancient symbol. It's been recognized as one of the most fundamental sacred symbols for millennia, not only in the Jewish tradition, but also in other cultures and religions and as well. The form of the six-sided star, which results from the merging of two overlapping triangles, is an archetypal one, and it is fundamental to consciousness. The symbol depicts the union that creates life itself, the marriage of male and female, of heaven and earth, of man with divinity, or woman. Although the symbol is drawn two-dimensionally, the symbol is actually multidimensional. It is full dimension, in its full dimensionality, it is a vehicle which oftentimes is referred to as the Merkaba vehicle. The, it is this vehicle that allows us to experience our own multidimensionality during our physical lifetime. It's also the vehicle that allows for incarnation to and from the spiritual plane in earthly presence. One can use this vehicle to strengthen the connection with the divine. Let me see, wearing the Star of David pendant. The Star of David pendant can be worn two ways. By placing the female side against your body, the crystal will draw in prana, which we all know is life force, from you and flavor it with peace, well-being, and love, which is your crystal's program. When I got this, I programmed it. I'm not going to tell you the programming because it's personal and private, but when you always, when you get new crystals, it's a good idea for you to cleanse them, clear them, and program them so that they can start to work for you and your highest good. So I programmed mine, and then I started putting it on. And they are suggesting here that love, peace, and well-being is a program you can use. This creates a brilliant shield that provides psychic and energetic protection. It also magnetizes you to draw those qualities in from the universe. And by wearing the male side against your body, the crystal will draw in prana from your environment. As this life force passes through the crystal, it is flavored with peace, well-being, and love, and the life force is then radiated into your body. So this is incredibly high vibe. It's a vehicle for transmitting energy. It is also something that is protective and it is nourishing and life-sustaining for your chi, ki, prana, energy, right? And here, let's see, for those of you who are watching this podcast, I'm showing you a picture of a woman. This is Karelian photography. Here, she's not wearing the crystal. And afterwards, this is what her aura looks like after she's put the Vogel crystal on. Her Energy field before wearing the crystal is a dull, muted, reddish-brown. And then after she puts the crystal on, it is turned into a turquoise, purplish, bluish hue. And it is very clearly defined and outlined around her head and her shoulders. So there we go. That's why I've been wearing mine. And I have not taken it off. I take it off at night, actually. I don't wear it to bed. And I don't let people touch it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being exclusive with it right now. But that's just the way I roll. So, mobile crystals. There you go. There's a tip for you. All right, next thing up on the agenda today, we've got a wonderful question that has come through. One of my Reiki Master students from years ago is practicing here in the Boston metro area, and she had a really interesting experience recently with a um, client who came through, and she wanted to get some advice, and I said, awesome, I'm going to include this in the podcast, because if it benefits you, it can benefit Reiki practitioners everywhere. So I'm just going to read to you what she wrote to me over email as her question. She says, I have a client who thinks she may be a star seed, and I wanted to reach out for a bit of guidance on how to conduct further Reiki sessions with her. I've only seen this client once, and then she followed up the initial session with some questions. She thinks she's a star seed, and she's wondering if Reiki can clear her energetic systems so that her abilities can come through more clearly. She's had a few visions and dreams specifically about the layouts of future houses that she's going to live in about six months to a year in advance, 
it's happened three times to her. That's pretty cool, right? If we all had those premonitions, well, I actually do, but if all of us in the world have had those kind of premonitions, we'd all be living in our dream houses. She said her grandmother has had these visions as well. She feels like an outsider, a loner, and too empathic. The only other significant vision happened when she was on mind-altering drugs, those are in quotes. That's all the information I have. And I can't tell yet 100% what she actually needs versus what she wants. I honestly think she wants answers to questions of who she is as a person and thinks being a star seed would explain it. I'd love to help her as best I can. So I appreciate any insight you have on this. So this is fascinating because you're right. This woman is not asking you if she's a star seed or if she's not a star seed. What she's saying to you is, I have these abilities going on in my life. They're very intense. I don't understand how to use them. I don't understand the framework for where they come from. I know my grandmother experienced similar abilities in her life, but I don't know how to use them. And it makes me a little nervous. So will Reiki help me to balance this all out? That's really what she's asking, right? So what we need to do is parse this out into a couple of different spots. Number one, Reiki is a vehicle to support us in nourishing, cleansing, clearing, grounding, rebalancing, harmonizing, infusing, pulling out, releasing energy from the body, right? Reiki is a tool. It is actually energy itself, but we use it as a tool to do shifting work for ourselves. So if she comes to you for Reiki sessions over a series of five, six, seven, ten treatments, however many treatments you do with her, she may or may not discover clarity around her psychic ability. Being a starseed is um, something that people who are starseeds come from another place in the universe and they're here to do work on the earth plane as humans and then go back to their place in the starseed galaxy in the universe. And it's a very intense experience to live here, being that kind of energetic being because you are, you are empathic and you are sensitive and it doesn't feel like you fit in. But here's what she needs to know there are other star seeds in the community around her. So she needs to get hooked up with resources like meditation books to read, um, a community that will support her in developing her skills and in um, becoming a star seed in her full right and acknowledging who she is for who, acknowledging that part of her for who she is. You as the Reiki practitioner, this goes for all of us as Reiki practitioners, when anybody comes to us with any of their information and their lens of who they are, our job is to accept them as their truth because they know themselves best. So we accept her and welcome her as a star seed and we say, come, be in this space with the Reiki. Allow your body to harmonize and flow and ground and release and blend and do all the great things that you needed to do during the Reiki session and then just incorporate that into your star seed beingness and see what happens. There is no way that this is, Reiki is not going to fix her and make her a better starseed, Reiki is not going to fix her and take away her starseed beingness if she wants it removed. That's not what Reiki's for. Reiki's gonna help her body to align, to ground, to shift, to harmonize. She needs to do the work of accepting this for herself. So I'm gonna be a little bit um, forward here and say, because this particular Reiki master teacher reached out with this question who lives in the Boston area, lives here, I know this person that she's speaking of is probably someone who is in the Boston metro area as well. Invite her to hook up with myself in the classes that I teach, the psychic and spiritual development classes. Have her start coming. Have her start participating in what it means to be in a psychic and spiritual space that opens you. For those of you who don't live in this area, if you're interested in opening those kinds of senses for yourselves, look in your area where you live for those kinds of courses. There are lots of gifted psychic mediums out there who offer classes to develop your own skills. 
So find those people for yourselves and tune into that. And the more you begin to be in the flow of that, surrounded by a community of other people who attend those same classes, who say, yes, we believe you. Yes, we understand you. You know you are not crazy. Welcome to your life. We are the same or we walk a similar path as you do. Then you begin to find community and you begin to find acceptance and you begin to start trusting and believing in yourself. And so that's what we have to do for this woman, right? And this goes for anything. This could be any kind of, this woman, this particular woman has a star seed um, lens, but this could be any lens whatsoever. It could be people who are coming with medical issues or people who are coming with mental issues or people who are coming with physical issues. We as Reiki practitioners welcome them into whoever we are in, in their space, welcome them as whoever they are, excuse me, into our space. And we work with them and in that framework of Reiki is going to help support you and ground you and balance you as you figure this other stuff out. And aren't you so glad to be able to figure it out in this way? Look at how proactive you're being in your wellness care to come to Reiki and to be diligent with your care so that you can support yourself in working on the other things. We as Reiki practitioners are not diagnosticians. We as Reiki practitioners are not healers. We are space holders. We are nobody special. We don't do anything to fix the person that is on that table. They come. We are conduits for the energy to run through us and usually through our hands, sometimes through our eyes and our breath. And then the energy flows into them and they do the work of healing with that energy inside themselves. We just hold the space for that to happen. So we don't fix anybody. We can support them on their journey to fixing themselves. And those are some of the finer points that I would say to this star seed if she were in my office and we were talking about it. And I would congratulate her for being aware. Number one, she knows who she is. Number two, she knows what she wants. Number three, she has a framework for how she wants to get the help. And this particular Reiki master teacher that sent in this question is a fabulous woman who is very grounded in her spiritual sense of herself. So I know she's going to give her a great framework for being able to hold that and contain that for herself. So kudos, cheers. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Next up, I wanted to start talking to you about some of the oils that I use in my family on a personal level. And this is a recipe that I'm going to share with you um, that comes actually from my husband. He has been using this unbeknownst to me for weeks and weeks and weeks, probably months in his meditation office downstairs. Um, we, we, he and I, in our house, when we were looking to buy our house, we knew that we needed an office space for me that I had exclusively for myself and then an office space for him because he plays lots of musical instruments and I needed the door to close when he was rocking out with his guitar because as much as I love it, I just can't hear it all the time. So we found that perfect spot for us. So he has his own office and he likes to use this combination of oils, Breathe and the Hawaiian sandalwood. They are such divine oils. Breathe is the oil of respiration. It helps to support us when we have a buildup of phlegm or congestion or mucus in our chest and also in our sinuses. It is fabulous to use with our children when they are in that kind of built up mucus state, a little bit swiped across the sinuses, a little bit rubbed on the chest. Dilute it please with fractionated coconut oil um, for young skin or for sensitive skin. Put it on the bottoms of feet. It just is lovely. But also because it's the oil of respiration, it helps to expand our breath. It helps to expand our capacity to inhale on a spiritual level all that the universe has to offer us. And Hawaiian sandalwood, 
I should have researched this before, but I don't really know the properties of this. It's just a very high vibe and spiritual oil. It's very sacred. And for those of you who've been following along with any of the doTERRA blue diamonds and above executives, they just were in their um, leadership retreat and they went to Hawaii and some of them were able to plant sandalwood trees in the Hawaiian fields. It was beautiful to watch to see how they were going to regrow some of the sandalwood that is native to that region. So when you put the two of these together, it affords you the space to go very spiritually deep and very spiritually wide so that you can raise yourself into a vibration of harmony and connectedness and oneness with the universe that is just a lovely, lovely thing. I actually, on a side note, I use breathe oil in my yoga practice personally. Um, I like to put it on my chest before I um, practice my yoga with my, I've been going to the same yoga teacher for 18 years. It's quite remarkable. Thursday nights, holla. <laughs> Those of you who ever ask me, come out on a Thursday night, you know, I can't. It's because I'm at my yoga class. That For me, it is like my Friday night prayer service at a temple or my Sunday morning worship, worship service at a church. It's just, it is my, my jam. So anyway, I put it on my chest and then it helps me to really open and connect with my breath as I'm doing my yoga. So try that for yourself, actually, the next time you have um, some time to do some yoga for yourself, if you're a yoga person. Or for some people, even, you might want to put some on a little bit on your chest before you do your exercise routines. It's a little overwhelming at first. I will share this. Um, for me, the first time I did it during my yoga sessions, I actually felt really dizzy during the entire class because my lungs were not used to being so open in there. They were in a healthy state to begin with. I didn't have any phlegm or congestion or mucus or anything in there. So they were opening even more than they were already open during the yoga session. And I felt a little off balance. But the second session that I did, I was able to feel less of that dizziness because I was taking in oxygen and my body was acclimating to it. And now I do it all the time and it's fine. But for some of you, if you want to try it with your exercise routines, just know that it might make you a little um, overly winded and have the opposite effect for a while, but you'll get used to it. Maybe try with one drop on your chest instead of two or three to get started. That's my oil tip for you. Okay, let's see what's up next. Hang on. Always staying hydrated, right? especially because I'm talking so much here today. Okay, so this is pretty cool. I want to talk to you about something that I'm doing now with some educators that I know, and I'm starting to work with educators to bring oils into the classrooms. First of all, I have partnered with some parents of young children, and I have worked with them around issues that their children have. The population that I have seemed to work with recently around using oils for their families is with children who have extreme anxiety. So I've partnered um, some of the oils of anxiety reducing elements with some families and they're finding good success. And then, oh, I think I don't have one in here. Yep, I forgot one, sorry. Okay, let me just write myself a note. I have all these things running through my head right now, you guys, because I'm just thinking and wanting to get all of this down on um, paper for you. Okay, I'll talk about this in a minute with you. Sorry, that was a little thought bubble afterthought, like extra thing on the side, and I was transparent with my <laughs> thought process for you there. Um, anyway, so I've been using a lot of, of essential oils with families of young children, and they, they um, have a lot of anxiety, and they're finding success with using the oils at home, and we are now partnering that with using those same oils in classrooms for teachers who are open to this, and most of the teachers I've worked with have been very open to this. Um, 
to bring the oils into their classrooms. And so here's what I am now starting to do because as my leaders on my team know, I am the epitome of efficiency and organization. If I can streamline a process and then solidify it within two seconds, put a stamp on it, it is done. It is my process and my streamline forever. So I wanna share this with you all in case you wanna start trying this as well. Maybe this is not a population of educators that you're gonna use this with. Maybe it's in your office where you work and you wanna start sharing this with people in this certain way. But here's what I do. So first of all, I, I have gotten myself a couple of extra diffusers over the years and I've saved them to loan out to people for a week at a time so they can test them out. I loan them out to folks who are interested in trying the sleeping oils, so they try a few nights of sleep oils and see how that goes for them. I'm loaning them out for a week at a time to um, educators and classrooms. And I also now have gotten a couple of these boxes. These are the wooden doTERRA boxes that you can get in your um, order. They're only $16 a box and they're really nicely made and they come with a clasp and a hinged lid and then on the inside it's also monogrammed with the doTERRA logo. And for those of you who are watching on video, you're seeing me opening this up and showing you all the oils. I'm going to talk about the oils that I use. But I basically give them a diffuser and this box of oils and a little pamphlet or handwritten notes. You know, for me, I'm going to type it out and laminate a little card, and I'm going to stick the card right into the lid of the box so that they understand each of the oil properties and how to use them. And then they get to start exploring and playing over the week and seeing what oils work better at what times for my students in this population. So first and foremost, I give them the entire essential oil collection for the emotions. So cheer oil, Motivate oil. Cheer, of course, helps us to lift our mood and help us feel more positive. Motivate oil helps us to get focused and give us that extra oomph boost of energy to get work done. Peace oil helps us when we feel like we are out of balance with any kind of negative emotions. It brings us right back into harmony with ourselves. Passion oil is great for when we are really excited about something and we want to keep going with the determination and the drive. So this would be a great oil to put on in the diffuser in a classroom when children are working on a project and they're really getting into it and they're having a lot of fun with it. Um, forgive oil, which is the oil of forgiveness, both for self and for others. And then console oil. I love console oil. It's the oil for comfort and sadness, but I never... I don't use it for that because I very rarely have those kinds of episodes. I just love it because it's so soothing. It feels like a warm hug, a blanket wrapped around me. And right now in the Boston area where we live, it is cold. It's winter time. Um, and it's just nice to put that in because it feels like it's a nice warm wrapped feeling um, and, and scent. So I like to use that. So I give them those five oils from the emotion line and tell them to play with them throughout the day and see what works best. Maybe in the morning, first thing coming in, some children are not morning children, so they need some of the more awake, peppy, vibrant oils, right, to get them motivated. So I would say maybe use the Motivate. Um, another good oil for that would be rosemary. Rosemary is the oil of concentration and thinking. Research shows that when you diffuse rosemary or you ingest rosemary internally, your brain is sharper and can retain information better. So that would be a good one to start with in the morning. Wild orange, citrus bliss, those are both lovely oils that support the mood in boosting. Any of the citrus oils are great for supporting our mood and enhancing our mood in a more positive state. Citrus bliss, um, wild orange, wild orange is great in water. I drink it every day in my water. It's also the oil of abundance. So when you're manifesting more abundance in your life, you wanna be using this. And just as a side note, my Soji water bottles are all crystal water bottles that 
help support different um, metaphysical properties. And the one I'm drinking out of today is citrine. And citrine is also the stone of abundance. So if you couple a few drops of the wild orange inside a bottle of citrine filled crystal essence water, pow, blow you wide open, right? Your abundance manifestation actions are taken to a whole new level. So anyway, bergamot oil, bergamot, bergamot, tomato, tomato, just depends. So this oil is lovely for when we are in a deep depression or when we're sad or when we have really deep sorrow or pain. And sometimes children need this for their anxiety, right? The wild orange and the bergamot together are great for anxiety, reducing support because they help to bring serotonin levels to a higher state in the brain. And then we've got the oil called Elevation. I love this oil. It is the most high vibe, joyous, positive oil. When you breathe this, you can just sniff it right out of the bottle. It just instantly gives you an entire vibratory lift through your entire being. It makes you feel so much better. I just love this oil so much. One time I was teaching an oil class and there was this guy that came. He was so wonderful. I love him so much. I still think of him like it was just yesterday that I taught this class. I hold him in my energy field so dearly. He was smelling this and he kept going back to it and smelling it and smelling it and smelling it. And finally at the end of the class when he was picking up the kinds of oils that he wanted to enroll with, I said to him, come on, you know you want the elevation. You've been huffing it like glue all night. Just get it. And he was like, oh, all right, fine. I will. And he loved it. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Oh, it's such a great oil. I love it. Okay, so any of those oils would be great to start with in the morning for children who have more of a slow start or they're not morning children or they have anxiety. A couple of other oils that I would also put in there, the balance oil. Balance is another one of my favorite oils. It's the oil of grounding. It helps to support us in feeling centered and focused and inside our own selves and like we're ready to be able to approach things and if we're having anxiety or we're having any kinds of emotional big outbursts this is a great oil to, to partner with the oil of peace or the oil of serenity which is the one that i forgot before and i wrote down to remember to talk about serenity is actually a restful oil and it helps us to support ourselves in resting more efficiently more deeply more um more completely. And so serenity and balance together in a diffuser for a child who's having an emotional outburst or for a child who's having anger issues or a child who's having um, any kind of emotional upheaval is great at helping to support them and calming the system. We actually call that the serenity and the balance together. We call that liquid Xanax. So those are some nice oils. Also, we want to think about at this particular time of year germs. So on guard is the oil of immunity. You can take it internally, but in a, a classroom, I would not offer oils to children to take internally or even to put on their bodies topically because you are not a medical professional. You do not have permission to be giving or putting stuff on children. So you can put these in your diffuser and you can be diffusing it on your teacher desk or in the corner of your room and children can be experiencing the benefits of it and you also are doing it for yourself. You wanna be taking on guard every day in your workplace during the wintertime when windows are shut and people don't wash their hands and people are sneezing and coughing. It's just gross, so use this. It'll boost your immune system. Um, peppermint is another great oil to use for brain boost in the afternoon when you're reaching that 2 p.m. or 3 p.m. slump. Sorry, let's take it over here. The sun is tracking across my windows and it's creating some grids across my face. It looks kind of funny. So peppermint will help to boost your um, levels of alertness and awakeness. It's a pick-me-up. It just goes woof, right to your brain. It's very powerful. Um, so putting a few drops of that into your diffuser is wonderful. 
and then the last two oils that I would recommend are spearmint. Spearmint comes from the mint family, and it is the oil of speaking your truth and speaking with clarity. So this is great for any kind of children who have, um, maybe they have some anxiety around speaking in front of the group, or maybe they're working on using louder, more vocalized projection in the room and they have quiet voices and you want them to gain more confidence or they're going to do a presentation and they need to be able to focus, you give them this oil, put this in the diffuser while they're doing that. And then also, last but not least, the oil called Purify. This is a cleansing oil. It's a clearing oil. It helps to neutralize odors. It helps to neutralize pathogens in the air. It has a very sharp scent, which I enjoy, but I like to partner it with lavender because the lavender helps to soften it just a little bit, but it's a wonderful oil to use in a classroom, particularly if you're an educator who works with children who are going through hormonal changes and their body odor is starting to become something of an issue in your classroom and you are not their parents, so you can't give them deodorant. <laughs> so there we go. So this is what I'm doing. I'm giving this kit next week to another educator. She's gonna get a diffuser from me that is one of my extras. She's gonna get this kit of oils. And it's going to have the cards all typed out with all the oils to be able to use and try. And I'm just going to say to her, run with it, go with it, have fun with it, play with it. And in a, at the week's end, you and I are going to sit down and talk about what you noticed, what you liked, what you want more of. And I'll help you pick out oils to get started on your journey using them for yourself. And then um, on my team, as, as my leaders all do and know, we use a book called Oil Life, The Essential Oil Life. Um, and we give that as a reference book to people, but I might even as a gift, right? We do that for free, but I might even throw in a box for her. A wooden box is only $16 and it's easy enough to get a hold of for myself. I do just put in a couple of extra orders. So I might gift her one for her classroom for her to get started because it is a nice gesture as an educator to say, thank you for bringing this into your children's lives in your classroom. And thank you for bringing it into your own life. Pretty nice, right? And it feels good too, and it's an organized system. And I don't have to run around the house crazy trying to find all my oils to say, oh my God, let me just figure out all the ones that I wanna get for this person tomorrow. Ah, no, I already have the box ready to go. It's all labeled, it's all organized, and I just hand the box off to different people at different times. This would work in educational settings. I'm having, I happen to be working a lot with educators right now. I could see it also working in office settings, medical settings, you name it, dentists offices, doctors' offices. So think about that. Make yourself a little presentation and a kit. Okay, last thing that I want to talk about in relationship to this whole concept is the concept of being prepared. As a business person who's doing this, uh, doing oils, I am always somebody who is prepared. I always have oils at the ready. I have my little box of samples. I've got my oil backpack. I can whip them out and talk about oils at any time with anyone, anywhere, at the bus station, in the grocery store, on a plane, at the library. It doesn't matter where I am. I'm always prepared to talk about my oils because I am confident enough over the years that I have used my oils to understand them and to know them. And I'm ready all the time, except here's my goof. This past Friday, I was supposed to meet with a family Again, they were an educational family from a classroom, and I was supposed to have a meeting with them, and I forgot all my oils. I forgot my backpack, I forgot my samples, and so I just said, oh, I mean, it was a four-day work week for everybody, right? We had had a holiday last week, and so it threw me off. I thought it was actually Thursday, but it was Friday, and I was supposed to meet with her, and I said, oh, I thought today was Thursday. Let's still meet. I can still meet with you, because I always carry personal oils with me, so I always have Let's see, it's not in here, otherwise I would show it to you. I have the touch kit, 
and I have the oil, uh, the emotion kit in rollerball form. So I got those two kits out. I keep them in zipper pouches and I brought those to the table with her and she got to experience them and go through them. And from there, I helped her enroll and pick out a kit that she wanted to enroll with and it worked. So being prepared is key. And if you're not prepared, having a backup for yourself is also key. And to that end, I saw this wonderful post from Andrew Donovan. If you don't know Andrew Donovan, he's an amazing essential oil leader in the doTERRA business. And he has um, something called the Generosity Forum. And he posted something this week about abundance mindset and being prepared. And I thought this was perfectly timed. So I just wanna read you what he wrote. I could not say this any better myself if I had tried to come up with this on my own. But this is interesting because for those of you who are sitting here listening to me saying, you want me to get an extra box and you want me to get extra oils and you want me to get extra supplies to have at the ready all the time, I'm not so sure that that's in my budget. Here's what you need to be thinking about. That is a lack mentality. Think about that. When you approach being a business owner from a place of, I can't afford that, or I can't do that, or I can't have that, or I can't come up with the resources to begin getting that, then what you are saying to the universe is, don't help my business grow. I don't matter. I'm not worthy of the resources you're offering me. I'm not worthy of the support that is out there for me. I am not worthy of the positivity and the vibrancy and the light and the love that is supposed to come my way because it's my divine right. You are blocking all of that. And so what Andrew Donovan is doing is taking this a step further and he's talking about how we spend our money as business leaders in this business. So listen to this. Builders should always place a 150 PV LRP order. PV is personal volume, LRP is the loyalty reward program. Minimum is 100, but he's saying you should be placing 150 each month, and here's why. Let's talk about how much you invest in your business versus how much you want to profit from it. 100 PV is the minimum to qualify for commissions each month, but are you here to do the minimum? It's a terrible attitude to do business with. Holla, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. It's time to think above and beyond. We teach all builders not to do the minimum, but to maximize the comp plan by placing 150 PV orders. 150 PV gives you significant advantages. Number one, if you're actually building, you need product. Isn't this true? If you're somebody who's sharing oils with people, don't you need to have oils on hand to share? So you've gotta have extra oils on hand in your house to be able to share with others. You'll find yourself using doTERRA products routinely, and you'll need more products for sampling. 150 PV is actually small. It's true, 150 PV gets you your vitamins and a couple of oils for the month, and then that's it. Can you thrive on that? Just think about it for yourself. Number two, 150 PV allows builders to fill their power of three way faster. Power of three is one of the bonus pools we have. If everybody's placing 150 PV orders under you as wellness advocates, you're getting bonus checks. And each level is a different bonus that goes higher and higher and higher. And if they're all doing it, bam, you're guaranteed an extra check just because they're placing their order foils. The team volume will fill in effortlessly if builders place 150 PV orders instead of the 100 PV minimum. If you and your team do the minimum, enjoy filling in volume holes forever. If you commit to 150 PV and you are actively building and teaching new builders the same, watch your power of three unfold. That is abundance in action. If everybody's putting in 150 PV and they're saying thank you for the blessings of being able to share these oils with 
my community and thank you for always gifting me with the resources I need at every turn so that when I go into a meeting and I have forgotten that I'm supposed to meet with this person because I thought it was Thursday and it's actually Friday, I can whip out the oils that are in my purse that I have on hand for myself because they are extra and I can use them and I can roll with the flow and I can enroll this person just as if I was supposed to do it naturally with the natural solutions class. Pow. Mind blown, yes? Mind blown? Anybody's mind blown? Mind blown. Okay, fundamentally, oh, excuse me, number three, placing a more gracious order faster fosters an abundance culture within yourself and your team. If you and your team do the minimum to get by, you are creating a just get by culture. How long will it take everyone to become abundant and profitable with that attitude? You want to be fostering abundance now. Fundamentally, you could give tons of reasons to justify a healthy LRP order. But the most basic reason is that if you're building a business, if you're actually doing the basic business building activities consistently, which is what it takes to build this business, you should be going through product regularly and generating profits regularly. If you are not using your oils, your customers will not use oils. If you are not using your oils, you cannot enroll people to use oils. You have got to be using your oils and you've got to have extra on hand to share with others. Now, there's an efficient way to do this, and my team knows. I went to Prague and I trained with Elise Shedevy, who is Triple Presidential Diamond. I went through a training with her, with all these amazing business leaders from all over the world. And we now follow the Shedevy system on my team, and we understand there is a very efficient way to maximize being able to use the sharing of oils in a way that doesn't break the bank for us, because we're business leaders and we have profit margin to look at. But we also have this abundance mindset that we hold on our team. We have the ability to buy oils for ourselves. They help us to stay healthy and well and grounded. And then we share those with others and we in turn create that ability and that experience for others. And the more we do that, the more we live in that, the more, more we cycle through that and believe that to be true for ourselves and for our customers, the more that gets perpetuated and it blows up bigger and bigger and bigger. So back to what Andrew Donovan says. Treat your LRP order like a utility bill for your business. You place 150 PV every month by the 15th. You take advantage of company specials. You use and share the product and you generate profits from your business regularly. It's really that simple, right? And if 150 PV right now feels like a stretch for you, save your pennies, build yourself up to that. It's really not that much more. We're talking about 50 extra PV a month compared to the 100 PV that some of you are used to spending to get by. You, if you want to shift yourself into an abundance mindset, then you need to start. This is an actionable resource that you can begin to take. If you don't have the 150 PV money yet this month or even next month to start, then start saving your money and build yourself a budget and work towards three months from now or for next month or whatever, whenever you can realistically have enough to do that for yourself. And when you do that, say thank you. And to yourself and to the universe at large, if you're somebody who prays or you meditate or you chant, say thank you in those capacities because that is going to bring forward the attitude of gratitude for the flow of abundance that is in your life. That's how this works. It's very simple. <laughs> I'm reading a fabulous book right now actually about all of that and I will share with you soon. I have a lot of notes percolating in my head around how to work that through and I'm just so excited that I will share all of that with you soon. All right, what time is it? 
gosh, oh my gosh, it's been almost an hour. I'm so excited here. Maybe just under, a few, 10, 15 minutes under. Let's do a closing, right? I promised you some Council of Light channel messages this time around with this new version of my podcast, and let's bring them through, and they'll leave us with a blessing for today. Yeah, shall we? Okay, settle in. If you're driving, please do not close your eyes. <laughs> if you're working with heavy machinery, please keep your eyes on the machinery. As you're listening to this, you might want to think about going back over time um, to a, when you have a quiet space in your day and do this part then. But for those of you who are able to right now, just close your eyes. Take a deep breath into your belly. And then exhale completely. Take another deep breath in. Feel yourself exhaling completely. And I'm going to invite you to take your hands and put them anywhere on your body that you need them to rest right now to hold you and support you. You could cover your eyes, you could put them on your crown, your ears, your chest, your stomach, wherever they need to be. Just rest them there as the words begin to flow. Greetings and hello to the people at large. We are here to say welcome on this bright and blessed day. We are the Council of Light and we are thrilled to be with you here and now in this space, moving forward evermore into light and into grace. We see that Laura is playing with her business and she is trying new things and we are overjoyed that she has returned to this space of creativity and consistency in all of her work. And this new format that she's bringing us through is fun and joyful for you. We are always here and we are always ready at the willing to speak and to learn and to look and to love you unconditionally. There's a lot that has been shared with you today on a technical knowledge on the earth plane, and we want to strip all of that away and say, remember at your core, you are the essence of purity. You are the essence of joy. You are light itself. You can do no wrong. You are always blessed and you are always strong. For those of you who have mindsets of mentality of lack, for those of you who have mindsets of deprivation, of sadness, of grief, of sorrow, of can't, please take heed. That is a mental state that your physical ego has chosen to put up as a block to your greatness. We invite you now to participate in stripping that away, chipping that away. And there are tools that you can use to support yourselves as you grow. Do this now, starting here and today. For those of you who have doubt, cast it away. Use your essential oils. Use your energy practices, use your chanting mantras, use your prayer, however you like to be in that space of centeredness where you feel like you are connected to your divineness. Begin today in these small, tiny micro actions of steps and we say it will begin to create a beautiful harmony of love and light and support for you. If you have fear, if you have worry, if you have doubt, Reach out to the support networks around you to be able to help you and guide you and heal you. This woman that we are speaking through here today is one of those catalysts on the earth plane. Perhaps you don't work with her. Perhaps you work with someone else that is closer to you in conjunction with you. It does not matter who you work with, but utilize the resources and the support of others who have walked the path before you and have moved through the pain and the suffering and the sorrow and they live in their abundant bliss and joy all the time so they can bring that through to you. And they can support you in your deepening and your growing and your connecting and your receptivity to your grace. We love you and we bless you and we hold you in truth and we hold you in light and we keep you until tomorrow. 
And at this time we say namaste. Thank you for working with us and letting us come through to you in this new way. Looking for more inspired action in your life? Visit me at divinelotushealing.com for courses and live events, coaching and energy healing, and the Divine Living membership to help you stay spiritually connected 24-7.